On this episode of the Packing Up Pod, we talk about our first meeting of the year against the Bears. If you haven't already, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. <laughs> Green Bay's first offensive play of the new year. Rodgers going to at least go in deep. Watson, yeah. he drops it. He was wild. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, is this the week we go 1-0? and I hope so. Also, <laughs> John, I'm disappointed that you kept the intro as Watson drop. What a jerk. We um, we left but, week one in the rearview mirror as soon as we finished recording last week. Honestly, I wasn't going to, but time constraints. So that's uh, <laughs> what we got, boys. Due to time restraints, we have edited. Watson, that's not going to happen again. Touchdown this week. Touchdown. I was looking at his stat line. He would have been three for like 115 in a touchdown. I was like, man, him plus Dobbs with four for 50 would have just been, we've got two future pro bowlers. The whole tone of the Packer fan base would have been totally different. Uh, but hopefully the weather in Green Bay behaves this week and we get an opportunity to redeem ourselves. I want to start here and uh, we're just going to get we're just going to get the ugly out of the way. I have seen three or four separate videos from practice, all of which show Bakhtiari limping in some form. And yet, wanted to ask this. Blur comes out and says that he's actually looked really good. Don't worry about whether he's playing or not because he will never practice three days in a row the entire year. They want to keep him kind of just flowing and easygoing. Do we. I don't even know how to preface this question. I got it. I got what it. What kind of confidence do we have in this? I got it. The name of the segment is Will Bach Be Bach or Will Bach Be Back? <laughs> will Bach Be Bach or Will Bach Be Back? And Will Bach Be Back is just like he plays, but I'm of the mindset that Bach may never be Bach again. That this sounds like as a aging lineman that, you know, if he wasn't a uh, multi pro bowler, uh, He's not Hall of Fame, but a multi-pro bowl, uh, all-pro caliber left tackle. That This is the kind of thing, after two years, you just almost start talking like, dude, want to do injury settlement and just retire? Like That's the kind of conversation you have if it was a backup. Because he's of the highest caliber, it's like, all right, you, you're going to get him back on the field. How much are you actually going to get out of him? The idea that you've already conceded for the entire year he will not practice three days in a row tells me he ain't right. So I've got Bach being back, but Bach not being Bach. What about you? I I think I'm with you. Um, and and honestly, hearing Lafleur talk like that about him, I I don't know if I'm going to believe anything out of Lafleur's mouth the rest of the year. Like Bach is not right. You can clearly see it. He wasn't right last year when everybody forced him to come back. You know, trying to come back for the playoffs, he wasn't good. Um, so it. it it's it's weird to see, and I don't know why they are being – they're not telling the truth around everything. Why, why aren't they being open about it? Why aren't they really telling us what's going on? It's okay if he's injured. It's okay if it's serious. Like you're not going to freak anybody out. He hasn't played in two years. 
So, I, I mean, like we're, we, we're going to be okay. We'll figure it out. We'll get somebody in that position, whether it's Elkin Jenkins takes over left tackle, whatever. But I, I think you're right. I don't think he's going to come back. I like how you think – I like how your thought is people aren't going to be upset. if you kidding me? As soon as they'd come out and say Bakhtiari, he might not be back till week six, Packer Nation would flip the F out. They're doing this as purely a keep the ship afloat, let's make sure this happens. If I had to place money on what I thought Bakhtiari's future would be, I can picture – uh, a sad scenario where he guts it out for two more years and just plays through the pain and does what he needs to do. And then he just goes, all right, that's, that's me. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate that you, you have somebody like Godwin in Tampa who has like ACL surgery in like January, February, and is already playing. And then you have running somebody, full speed. Yeah. And then you have somebody like Bob that it just didn't, it just didn't come together. It's just, damn. Godwin's back full speed pulling hamstrings. They're always like, well, it's not his ACL leg. It's like, it's correlated. But yes, he's back. Jenkins is coming back. Tanya's already back making catches. So you guys are all saying Bach will be back, but Bach will not be Bach. Yeah, he won't be the same ever again. Follow the theme of the segment, gentlemen. But I will say, I will say, though, his level of play was so high that, like, I. Like as soon as the the injury happened, did we ever think that he was going to be Bach to Bach? Yes. I don't know. I uh, did. I did. ACL for an NFL player at twenty eight, twenty nine, whenever it happened. Yeah. And he just assume, signed the largest contract of his career. You would assume he had another four years of Bach being Bach. But I don't think Bach will ever be Bach. I just think Bach <laughs> will be back until he's not back. You got me craving a Bach. <laughs> All, <now>. right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a Baklava. I think we're I think we're good on the Bakhtiari segment. It's unfortunate. Uh, he's a cool dude, and I think we'll still get some good football out of him. But I think his career has been shortened dramatically. It's sad. Yep, very. All right. Well, let's talk about something good. Let's beat the shit out of the Bears on Sunday. Oh, Look Chicago, at this. You ever heard of him? Uh, So uh, one of these teams is undefeated, and one of these teams is the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Bears beat the 49ers last week, 19 to 10. I will say right now, uh, I, I don't know how much credit you put into that win because a the field looked like crap. B Trey Lance, I don't know where he was. Uh, so we'll kind of take this one step at a time and, and do our normal preview where we focus on the offense and focus on the defense, but. Josh, let's start with you because you sent a text that I already disagree about that you think that the Bears aren't half bad. So, looking at their offense and Mr. Fields, do you still feel like they could win eight games this year with that offense? Yes. Now, based off of the first game, no, because of just how <laughs> sloppy it was and just eight how nasty games? the field was. Eight. I, said I, eight. Think they can, I think they can get to eight. I, I think they can this year. But wow. let me t- let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. First of all, Justin Fields looks completely different this year. He looks a ton more confident in what he's doing out there. Now, can his offensive line protect him? I don't know. Um, but the other reason is I love their backfield. Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, um, they run really, really well. Um, Khalil Herbert had a couple really nice runs for him. 
I think they could get something going. And their defense Wait, whoa, looks whoa, whoa, legit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're talking about their offense. Where do okay, they get that's... something going? Just out of the backfield? Because Dalvin Cook got so much going. Where do they get something going out of the backfield? I, I think it's going to run through the running backs and drop-offs. It's going to be a lot of drop-off passes. And then you'll get wide receivers open you know, through crossing routes. But I, I honestly think they can hold up. I think they can hold up and get eight wins. Uh, uh, eight wins on the season is a different thing. I'd have to look at their schedule, do the do the deep analytics, the advanced analytics on that one. But uh, <laughs> for this conversation against the Packers, I don't see the Bears scoring much. Everything ca- everything we say here in this podcast has got to be caveated that you have no idea who they are still after week one. Yes, they beat the 49ers, but the 49ers have a new quarterback. The 49ers were in Chicago in a mud pit. Everyone should know the story by now. The game was not a normal NFL football game. So judging like the running back production, Cole Komet had no catches. Uh, just like the passing game in general, how is Trey Lance actually performing? What what are either defenses actually doing? You don't know because of the weather. So they do have two good running backs, but David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert stacked against Dalvin Cook and Alex Madison. I'd, I would take the Vikings running backs, and we had no problem with the Vikings running back. It's the passing game. So let's go to the passing game. you got a second-year quarterback that's got a lot to prove, looked okay in the rain, was making some better decisions, looked okay in preseason, looked better in preseason. I'll give him that much. And you got Darnell Moody, an explosive receiver. Dante Pettis, an explosive receiver. Some guys you need to keep an eye on. We faced that last week. And as much shit as our defense was getting, let me say this again, as much shit as our defense was getting, they figured it out in the second half, and they only gave up 23 points in an NFL football game. I could not stand how Green Bay was dead to rights for ESPN all week long when they gave up 23 points. The Rams gave up a bunch. The Eagles gave up 30-plus points to the Detroit Lions. But somehow the Packers' defense was getting torn to shreds for giving up 23 points against a good team. Their their receiver they're also counting on is a guy by the name of Equinemius Equinemius St. Brown. Yeah, he's the old Packer. That couldn't get on the field for us. That couldn't get on the field for us because he couldn't perform in practice against our defense. I don't really know how they get more than 14 points here. Yeah, no, I I completely agree in this game for sure. Uh, if if the Packers, like you said, I I think the defense is getting a bad rap because they look glaringly bad on certain plays um, and look just like they didn't know what was going on. And I think that's why they're getting a lot of the heat. But I think you're right. I think they're going to tighten it up in this game. I am worried about <clears throat> some of their quick quickness uh, with the Pringle, the Mooney, the you know Herbert. Um, but I, I think our linebackers and hopefully our safeties show up in this game um, to really solidify the middle um, because they're not going to do anything on the outside against us, I don't feel. I think our ends will control the line. And, it, yeah, it, you're right. I, if they score two touchdowns, I'll be surprised. And I, I – I, again, it's so hard to tell because I think fields look better, much, much better in the preseason. And then the weather and everything happened. And if you take away that Pettis deep pass touchdown, he had 70 yards for the day. And I, I just – Montgomery, I think, worked so much better. This Hey, uh, mark this pot because I'm going to say something about Nagy. Montgomery was definitely better in a Nagy system. Now you have a Chicago where – they're they're leaning more into the skill set of field saying let's spread it out let's make sure that we give him time in the pocket 
and I don't think that's good for Montgomery. Like he's a great player, but I don't think this system is as good for him. And it showed last week where what did he average? Like 1.2 yards a carry. It was not good at all. And, 1.5. And I know the conditions. And I know they're playing San Francisco that has a good front. I I'm I'm not sold on the Bears being able to protect fields. I'm not sold yeah, on the line offense being this offense. And if you remember to just one week ago, I think through the first half, Fields had as many sacks and interceptions as he had completions. And again, weather was poo-poo. I get it. I think <laughs> this is a perfect, a, perfect team, a perfect team to get right against for this Packer defense because if this front can force – Cousins made some throws – Completely off balance, just winging it, and it and somehow it ended up in Jefferson's hand because he was wide open. There's going to be opportunities to force mistakes from the Chicago team, and I just hope we actually do it. And you we know what it's going to come from the line. The right side of the line is weak. Correct. Devin Jenkins didn't get a chance to play much last year, sitting on IR. The right tackle is a second year guy, fifth round draft pick, not a stud. Like the success we had against the Vikings was. With zero blitzes, I read this week. We had some five-man fronts, but zero blitzes. So you tell me we're not going to reassess our situation there and apply some heat? Now, Fields can run a little, so he can do some damage there. Uh, but I just I just don't know how this defense doesn't come out with its hair on fire, applying pressure to Fields, stopping the run like we normally do, and then I, I don't see enough weapons in the passing game to hurt our five strong starters in the secondary, as long as we fix up the game plan. Comes down to coaching, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And especially, uh, I thought for sure, especially with the conditions that Komet was going to see a lot of love, get it short, get it running on the ground. Uh, he did not touch the ball last week, yeah. so they'll find I a way to get him the ball in the first. Yes, he is going to see a lot of it this week. So we got we got Quay Walker right back. He was Correct. a full participant in practice. Yep. I saw so. Yep. That's big. When you talk about chasing the running back sideline to sideline, uh, keying in on field scrambling ability, Devondre's great, but to have a second middle linebacker in there not named Isaiah McDuffie uh, is going to be big for our capability to slow whatever attack the Bears Man, against us. I was a little harsh on Quay. I watched the game again. Quay played great. He deserved to start. Yeah. Love yeah. Quay. Yeah. yeah, for a first game as a rookie, he was all over the place. The issues he had in the preseason was he 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 as soon as somebody touched him he was kind of done for that play he fought through like a beast on uh, on about three plays last week they were like yeah and yeah. he he beat guards like he was just throwing guards left and right getting getting yeah. to the plays it was good so speaking of offense that we don't know 100 percent what they might be let's face our attention on this Packers offense who maybe will have Alan Lazard. But it sounds like LaFleur is ready to put the ball in Dylan and Jones' hands about 500 times this Sunday night. Do we make an improvement on the defensive side that we hope to see on the offensive side as well? Uh, I think it's going to be rough. I think it's going to be rough. Hey, Josh, stop, stop. Blink twice if there's a, a gunman off camera because there, you're, there, you're you're hyping up the Bears offense. and wearing a bear. No, 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 no. I'm not hyping up Blink the Bears offense against the Packers, though. They're going to suck against the Packers. But I think they'll get eight wins. But no, 
this Bears defense, I, I really do think is still good. Uh, I, I think it is where their focus is. Um, Raquan Smith is still there and he's healthier than ever. Um, so he's going to be an issue. And then they've got pass rushers that, that can cause issues. And if our offensive line is even half as bad as they were, we're still going to be in trouble, um, this week. So, uh, and, and just based off of what the Packers did last week, where are we going to have success? Who are we going to? Are we just going to be throwing the dubs the whole time and running the ball? Hopefully. I mean, hopefully they focus on the running backs more. That's where you can have success against this team. But do I trust LaFleur to not forget about Aaron Jones again? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he's got a brand new shiny toy in Alan Lazard, an athlete at the prime. 17 targets, right? Wide receiver number one about to go off for 150 yards. You better feature him. I'm excited to see Lazard back and see what that offense looks like. But uh, between the linebacker core featured by Raquan Smith and then the secondary with guys like Jalen Johnson, the rookie Kyler Gordon out of Washington, I remember watching him from afar. It's hard to stay awake for West Coast college football. But Washington produces corners. The guy played well in week one. Jaquan Brisker at safety. It's two rookies, but they're two talented, nice rookies in a defense that's just always pretty solid. We don't feature the run. It's a game plan of malfeasance once again, right? Like this game just comes down to have a game plan that any of us could create in Madden, and you should win this game by Vegas says nine to 10 points. Uh, you got to attack that defensive line. You, you got to just focus on Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. I don't care if it's a handoff or a dump off, get yeah. them the ball. And that's going to open up your passing game. Like, yeah. You went know, to it way too late in week one, feature it to start the game, bring a safety into the box and then go hit your Christian Watson deep shot. Kyler yep. Gordon's a great corner, but he ran a four or five. There, I will Christian bet Watson right past him. I will bet any amount of money in the world. I'll I'll talk to my uh, my my financial advisor between the running backs and wide receiver runs. There's going to be at least forty touches this game. Like there is going to be a heavy amount because you look at what San Francisco did last week again poo-poo weather and and field conditions but trey lance their quarterback samuel their wide receiver one and jeff wilson jr their backup running back averaged 4.5 rushes or yards per carry so you're talking about a quarterback a wide receiver and your backup running back that were still having decent yardage per game and you think back to the game last week against Minnesota, this backfield for the Packers was eating them alive, and we just got away from it because we panicked when we got down by double digits. I would be shocked, absolutely shocked, if Jones and Dylan didn't have between 12 and 15 carries each, and there was a whole lot of end-arounds where Watson was getting involved, Dobbs is getting involved, I think there's going to be a lot of things moving in the backfield and a lot of the, the, you know, double back sets where all of a sudden Jones shoots out those, that backfield is going to get the ball in their hands more than ever before. Uh, and, and I feel okay about our chances of getting decent yardage out of that. I, I want to believe you, but I, they they even said it after the game, you know, they wanted to focus more heavily on the run, but their run pass options and sometimes it just doesn't end up being a run, even though it should be. And, it, you know, because how they operate the offense with so many option plays and it, it depends on what one guy might be doing or what a linebacker or safety are doing. 
Um, I want to believe you, but I think the same thing's going to happen to where they set us up to pass and pull off some of, you know, act like they're being more aggressive when they're not or laying back, even though they're not and causing us to be in trouble like we were with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I, I think, I think there's more to stopping the Packers than simply we're good at the run. We're bad at the pass. You have to stop that pass option um, and, and sort of push them to the pass. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens and if, if the bears can pull off what the Vikings did. Prediction time. Fact dun, da, da, da. Gosh, get into it. Week two. They might as well start two and zero, right? Yeah, right? they have to start two and zero. Sunday night in glorious Lambeau Field. Let's give your predictions and your MVP. I'll get started because last week I was actually fairly close. If Watson catches a football, uh, so we're, <laughs> I guess the whole podcast isn't over it. Leave it in, Josh. Leave it in until we're officially over it. Uh, I've still got this one low scoring. I don't think any offense is particularly dynamic enough to be putting up 35 points in a game. I think the defenses are the strong point. This is going to be watching. This is going to be like watching Big Ten West football. A strong defense, maybe not so many safeties as Iowa likes to put out there. Uh, but I think between the strength of their linebackers and secondary, and then our strength of theoretically pass rush and secondary and the youth of their offense, you're looking at a low-scoring game, and without, I do know the Vegas spread, but I really think the score ends up right around there. I got Packers 20, Bears 10, in just kind of a boring game where you're like, yeah, we won, still have questions. Uh, And MVP, it's the elite athlete, your wide receiver number one in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Alan Lazard comes back for four catches, 65 yards and a touchdown. And we say, did you see how he opened up that offense? Alan Lazard is the man. He is our wide receiver number one for sure. Boy, I would love that storyline. So I'm going to go ahead and say he's our MVP. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Is this a joke to you, Dan? You think yes. this? <laughs> you can't say the things you said about Alan Lazard, and then the very yes. first time he might be wide receiver one, you go off on him. I, I don't want to steal your MVP. It's a man that goes with the number thirty-three. But I, I had to say Alan Lazard just to have some fun with this. Hey, that, it could happen. I mean, it could it could happen. Um, I, that was actually the score that I had, uh, twenty to ten. But so I'll switch it up just a little. I'll give the Bears an extra three, 20 to 13. Um, I agree. I think it's going to be an ugly game again. I don't think the Packers are going to fix their issues on offense in five days. Um, but I do think we attack the run. And I I, I don't think Aaron Jones is going to get involved enough. So I think A.J. Dillon will be the MVP of this game, um, not only in the passing but running game. He'll be used in the goal line. Use him in the goal line, and he's going to get two touchdowns. Um, so yeah, that's it. Packers. Um, I'm going to play the role of Josh and be an absolute homer. I uh, I predicted exactly how last week's game is going to go, and it did exactly like I said. And I'm going to get it right again this time. Matt LaFleur has never lost back-to-back games in a single season. 
He is sure as hell not going to do it again this year. And on the second game after a loss, he's averaged a winning margin of over 14 points. This crowd at Lambeau is going to be nuts. I am ready for a get-right game of a get-right game. The Packers are going to absolutely take care of business, winning 30-17. to 17. I, I think you guys are— That's not 14 are, points. I think you guys are, are underestimating it. I think you guys are feeling like, hey, uh, I don't know about our defense. Well, the secondary couldn't have played any worse, and the D-line played really well. I don't know if we're going to fix our things on offense— if we catch passes and if Rodgers looks at gentlemen down the field that are wide open, yeah, he doesn't even he do that in doubles game. his yardage. I I I just I feel very, very good about this game. But the person that I'm gonna give my MVP to isn't even on the offense, is Mr. Campbell. I think he has an INT and I think he gets a sack. I think he is an everywhere man, knowing that the group around him is is hurting a little bit, literally and figuratively, he is going to dominate. There is no question in my mind the Green Bay Packers are going to have a tremendous bounce back, and we I cannot wait to come back and talk about it. So there we are. I hope you're right. I, I don't have as much faith uh, in this team right now at all. No, I don't I don't know where they score thirty points. Oh, Who's who's your MVP on offense? You named a defensive MVP after we score thirty points. Who who's giving us that production? Uh, Dobbs is going to have a great game, and I would I would look for him to have a touchdown catch of over twenty five yards. So there you go, Romeo Moss Dobbs. Yes, you're you're all on that. <laughs> Romeo huh? Romeo Moss Rice Gronkowski Dobbs. <laughs> he's a blocker now that twig's yeah, a blocker. they do everything on the outside i honestly think aaron jones episode, I, I think aaron jones eight. is getting 25 catches because i don't think they're going to make that same mistake twice so josh went with aj Dillon. the one i thought was the easy pickings that i left for one of you to pick as mvp i think they're like we didn't give the ball enough to aaron jones he's going to run it 15 times he's going to catch it seven times i think he's going to look good while doing it i, I hope you're right 20 please so we'll see. I'm I'm just looking. I I'm I love Sunday night games. I don't like staying up until midnight on Sunday night. But you know what? That's just the old me uh, talking. And but, Packers, no more excuses why our number one corner isn't covering the number one wide receiver. No more excuses. Well, I hated all the like excuses they nice had. Zone shell defense. Can you imagine if this game goes south? I think we just retire the podcast. Say like, mm, no, we deserve it. We deserve a little seasons, seasons little hurt, a little pain. Oh, we'd come I'm, back to officially retire. Yeah, just hang it up. This, Pull a Bach. Right with Bach. <laughs> this podcast has somehow become disgruntled after one week. We we said we weren't going to be those people. We're turning into those people. I, no, I, I just said after week two, if we were 0-2 to two division teams, I might have to go with Bach and be back, but not Bach. <laughs> and it all comes full circle. Yeah, all right. Let's end this. Let's fast. go back. We get further uh, down this track. But that'll do it. Appreciate it. We'll talk to everybody next week. Go pack, go. Oh, 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 oh